I'm Matthew McCleary. And I'm Mitchell McCleary. And this is Movies While They Sleep. The podcast where two brothers watch movies and talk about them after their families have gone to bed. Welcome to today's episode, a special bonus Christmas episode of the podcast. It's because I'm green, isn't it? (laughs) That's right, it's a Christmas episode. We are laying out our personal top five Christmas movies of all time with some honorable mentions thrown in. Uh, we we love we love the the festivities we love the holiday and we love these dumb movies. We're just trying to get in the spirit of it. We figured the power of the dog, you know, <laughs> for Christmas. It's quite good. It's quite good, uh, but it's quite serious. We'll be talking about that in a couple of weeks. But for now, let's just sit back, do a deep dive into our subconscious childhood memories, good and bad. That's right. Merry Christmas, y'all. <laughs> Merry Christmas, y'all. Let's jump in, sleepyheads. When it comes to any sort of ranking, mm-hmm. like you're actually putting down a top five, all of a sudden you have to be like, wait, these have to be good. I felt that a little bit. I mean, yes. Uh, and, you know. Like, don't you think most Christmas movies just like glob into one just festive mass that you consume like yes. lazily throughout throughout December versus like these are the movies that I really care about. Yes experiencing I, I will say obviously we're doing our top five christmas movies and i did you actually rank yours like one through five not really yeah i didn't either and i think of the five i think there's one movie on here that i think is like a good movie mm. and i think there are four movies on here that are i think are good christmas movies interesting so yeah what, what was your criteria here uh i will tell you mine is so one of them, only one of them, has come out basically within the last twenty-five years. <laughs> of course, the of course. the other four are all mid-nineties or earlier. Um, but are you going personal faves, just just based off of like childhood nostalgia, or is this like yeah, hundred desert island Christmas movies? Is this what you believe to be the five best no. Christmas movies? No, this is okay. this is childhood nostalgia christmas movies uh if i have a cocktail of movies that i need to sip on the rest of my life i guess it's these five yes yes for christmas yeah yeah and the 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 range the year range for mine is very narrow um right it 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 is like uh let's see the oldest of my five uh the oldest of my five was from 1989. Then it's like 92, 93, 94. Golly, I don't know. I might be changing mine up. I don't even know. And and there are, I mean, and I don't think these are good movies. Like, this was my weird of criteria course, of for course. this. Is I did not include, you know, It's a Wonderful Life. I didn't, you know. Interesting. Yeah. Confession. I've never seen that movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I'm literally hot off the heels of finishing that movie right before recording this. Oh, wow. And it was it great? It's great. Yeah, I love it's it. It's great. It's on my list. Spoiler I, alert. Yeah. You know what? I'm sure if I'd seen it, <laughs> I'd mm-hmm. be able to put it on my list. I think Jimmy Stewart is great. It's the Jimmy Stewart of it all. Yeah. Um, but I have never seen that movie. So, wow. What was your criteria? Okay. I don't know. I, I'm honestly, I'm just trying to see if they all look good together. Like, do they work well as a family? You know, 
and 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 you know we have a top five but then we have our honorary mention like any piece of christmas material yes yeah but i i think i'm just gonna have to fill another movie in there uh see i i purposefully did not do a movie in that spot and then okay. i have some okay you know what i'm mention. rounding mine out i'm round. I, I'm cheating on one, but I'm rounding it out. Yeah. I, I was very tempted to include The Apartment, which I just watched this year. Yeah, you know, I've heard that's a I've I, I've never seen it, but I've heard it's like a fun Christmas New Year's thing. It was fantastic, and I I'm I'm thinking it's going to be a thing we watch, um, like regularly now yeah. during Christmas. It's it's similar vein of It's a Wonderful Life, where it's a great movie and happens to have some Christmas energy. But I I can't be the Criterion guy that claims that The Apartment's that important to me. No, I, you know, I'm with you. Uh, that's why my list is the way it is. Yep. Okay. Like, well, it, 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 I mean, even, even I, there's picked, a bit of shame and, in these lists, uh, aren't no, no. there? <laughs> I, I, we could do a top five, anything, and uh-huh. it would be a better list than these top five. Like, I feel like True. there's something so weird about Christmas movies. It's yes. that it, it there's, has we're to entering be hitting, a judgment free zone. Yeah. It has in, to be that strange nostalgia. Because that's what yes. this, the holiday is, and okay. and even yeah. So uh, I don't know. Uh, w- did you actually have any other criteria? So so for me, I'll tell you up front. I have only feature length films in here. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I don't have that. Okay. I, I'm I'm making some pivots right now as we speak, <laughs> Espe- and especially to my honorary mention. Man, and I, I have I have so some fun ways. I have some honorable mentions on here. Um, just honorable mention Christmas movies that are stuff I like. Um, but, well, how do you want to start this? Do you want to start with the honoraries, or do we do we end with those guys? Uh, let's end with them. Let's I end think with we them. should let's end with them because I think let's I think, get to the grid. I think of it some all. of my honoraries, honorable mentions, are going to be some of your on your list. I think I have a feeling here. Okay. Uh, okay. So let's just okay. do it one at a time. And I didn't well, rank one mine. At a time. I didn't rank mine. Uh, okay. I I, I semi ranked mine. Okay. Uh, but but yeah, I think I. But could, you know what? I think I can I'll, probably I'll, rank mine right now. I'll kick us off with my number one because we already talked about oh, number it, which one. Is, no, we got to start life. five. <laughs> I'm I'm saying my number one because oh, okay, we already okay. we already um, spoiled it with it's a wonderful life. Okay. Um. What what, what can we say? I, I don't necessarily want to do a whole like you know mini review of each sure. one or anything like that. But you know I think part of my nostalgia for this movie is that did uh, I think me and Sarah saw it at Tower Theater when we first started oh, dating. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, and I think that might have been the first time I I had seen the movie. See, my, and I was like, "Holy crap! Yeah. This movie's amazing." I, I think if that if I had that experience, I totally would understand that. I think my yeah. my experience with it it was it was always the thing. TBS ran twenty four hours of a Christmas story, and then what, so one of the basic you know the local oh, stations would show "It's a Wonderful Life" every year on Christmas Eve, and right, right. and it was like. Oh, and it's, it's funny that It's a Wonderful Life and A Christmas Story seem to be the two movies in the top rank discourse yeah, yeah. around Christmas movies. Yeah. Because they're so different and, but also and not on the same so, level at all. 
Uh, I mean, I again, I haven't seen It's a Wonderful Life. You famously hate a Christmas story. I hate a Christmas story. I, I, I do not like that movie at all. I there are parts of it I really like. Like I I love mm-hmm. the idea of doing this Christmas movie in the '80s with this narration looking back at 30 years ago, and so it's right. this nostalgia layers and layers. Like it really understands the nostalgia of the holiday, um, but I think that I I find it to be so grotesque yes the, the older you get the more grotesque it becomes yeah uh, great word for it and and i'm just not interested in that for a christmas movie there are parts mm-hmm. of it that i think really work and really hit for me on the nostalgia piece but then there are scenes in there where i just want it to truly o- becomes grosser yes as the years go by and i want to omit them completely i mean and i've always said i hate the mashed potato scene where the with the younger brother's playing right i mean i think it's repulsive but also, it has nothing to do with Christmas. It's just this gross, idiosyncratic detail about this boy's life. It doesn't right. need to be there. And and But again, that stuff works when it's the Christmas stuff, but there's too much right. grime in there for me. I don't. But even that, like this, the famous Santa scene kicking down the slide, you're like, it's, this is a nightmare land yes. that this kid is living in. Yes. And, and, and like, because it was on the other day, it's like man, the color shift in that, and like the contrast is up, yeah. and like the the adults become inhuman cartoons, yes. like like giants in in lumbering in this childhood land. It's very scary, and it's, I don't like it. I, yeah, I, I don't like it. But on the other hand, you have It's a Wonderful Life, which at its core, again, I haven't seen it, but you can correct me if I'm. I think at its core <laughs> is this. There's a sweetness to this movie, but. Mm-hmm around a lot of it is this darkness and cynicism right that's i love it like 95 percent of the movie is just this guy's life is getting worse yeah (laughs) or like or like life keeps throwing it at him yeah and he's having to deal and he's having to deal and um i I mean part of it you know a great jimmy stewart performance but part of it too is just like uh i i i have more stuff to feel and to think about uh, maybe not after I watch it, but mm-hmm. as I'm watching it, than any other movie on my list. Yeah. I think that's uh, fair. Like, it it definitely uh, contains and emanates some of that Christmas nostalgia, but it also actually gives me a little brain food, just a little bit, or a little bit like yeah. you know, mo- like good movie food. Yeah, but I, I and I think just, there there is a common theme with a lot of Christmas movies in that they tend toward the genre of comedy. Mm. Right, you know, like the like right. obviously Elf, um, but a lot of them, a lot of dramas. I mean, there are plenty uh, of Christmas dramas, and I think for the Hallmark fans out there, they would definitely disagree. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> is that drama? Isn't Hallmark its own genre? Yeah, it's its, own, it's its own thing. It, yeah. Rom com, whatever. Um, but but I think when you're working with the nostalgia and the and the kind of trying to deal with the lightness of the season. Um, I think often it's it, not comedy, but comedy adjacent. Right. I would say. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So just gives me something more. And I, I, I've said 
black and white. I could watch every movie in black and yeah. white and be totally happy. That's why when Prime offers the color version, I'm like, this is violence you're choosing <laughs> in, in showing me this. Um, all right, I'm gonna give you my number five. So yeah, I've give got, me the five. I've got a number we'll, we'll five. Go, we'll go you know, lowest up. I've got number five, I've got the middle three and I have my number one. My number five is a, uh, what I think is the definitive, the best interpretation of the Dickens A Christmas Carol. Are you ready? Muppets Christmas okay. Carol. Muppets Christmas. This is very you. This is uh, a very you pick. This movie is incredible. Okay. It's a good one. I, I want to say the uh, narration by Gonzo and Rizzo the rat <laughs> right. is incredible. And Rizzo is a delight and funny every time he's on screen. And the little rats that also work for Scrooge, we watched this the other night with Enoch. And I Oh like, right. They work for him. They the little rats work for him and they're it, it's just hilarious at every turn. Uh and the Christmas meme that I saw this week was, you know, that classic uh, filmmakers, director to Michael Caine. Hey, it's a Muppets Christmas Carol, so feel free to have fun with it. Michael Caine, I'm going to treat this as serious as a car accident. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Caine yeah. exists in a completely different movie than the Muppets, <laughs> and it works completely. He's uh, Jeremy Strong in Succession. Yes, yes. He, he <laughs> He's is... like, this is serious work. <laughs> Literally, I mean, the Jeremy Strong thing is is perfect because the, there was that big profile of him and his cast, his you know, his other castmates are, are like, hey, you know this is a comedy, right? And Jeremy Strong apparently says, no, this is a dark, dark drama. <laughs> and that is like, the Muppets <laughs> know it's a OG. comedy. <laughs> Annie playing. The yeah. Muppets know it's a comedy. Michael Caine thinks this is like stage theater uh, in, right. in, in London or something. It's incredible. I'm not too versed on my Muppets uh, uh, catalog. I feel like I need to do a Muppets deep dive. It's I've We've watched a lot of Muppets, Muppet stuff over the last year, and it was not stuff like we super grew up on, I think. Right, um, right. And we watched a lot of it over the last year with Enoch, and the Christmas Carol is my favorite of all of these kind of classic Muppets movies. Um, right? Yeah, it's yeah, it's a lot no. of fun. It, it's I and with Abel too. We watched, we started it, and I think there's some moments that he gets freaked out. Yeah, and so he he's like still just a little too young, like yeah. some of the ghost stuff, yeah. but. I need to commit to a serious viewing, but the, I like for some reason I knew you were going to tap this one. On your list. <laughs> it's so good. It's and that one I feel like is like a very well respected Christmas movie, unlike most of the rest of my list. <clears throat> right, right. You need the the uh, that's gonna that, yeah that's that's really gonna the the to gonna give us a little bit of gravitas here on my list. So, uh, what, right. what would you say? Let's go back to your number five then. Right. Um, so the anti-gravitas, we could say. <laughs> you know what? I would be doing myself a disservice if I wasn't honest about this and just said Jim Carrey's How the Grinch Stole Christmas is on this list. I knew you were going to pick this. <laughs> is it a good movie? Of course not. <laughs> and that's it. You could leave my review at that. <laughs> but here's the thing about this terrible movie. It's burned in my brain forever. And it's I feel like it's the first DVD that I may have gotten oh, ever. Uh, like I, I I have like very physical memories of handling that DVD case. Like Right. It's like green. 
yeah, the, it was green and 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 the other thing too is the like it had like games on it. Like yes. Grinch trivia. <laughs> you got the right answer. It's like you did the right thing. <laughs> and so again, you'd have nothing else to do. So you're like, well, I guess I'll watch the commentary on how the Grinch stole Christmas. Now, see, in this scene... <laughs> for like years, for years, our dad used to say, you know, the last movie I saw in a theater was uh, that Grinch movie with Jim Carrey. <laughs> right, right. And I was a little young for that. I was a little scared of the Grinch when I first saw it. There's some scary moments where he's, uh, he's a frightful fellow. That's another movie where I would use the word grotesque. <laughs> yes. But you know what? As far as a Jim Carrey performance... Like you can't really, you can't really top it in terms of my own personal social life with the amount of quotes <laughs> thrown back and forth. <laughs> uh, it is amazing the staying power that that movie has had. I know, cause it's bad. It's it, cause it's a, it's a bad movie. <laughs> yeah, loathe entirely. <laughs> oh man, and 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 like adds an entire like very strange childhood origin trauma story for the Grinch. <laughs> like, like he was like this like ugly little who that got bullied. <laughs> yeah. This strange uh love triangle. Yeah, yeah. My favorite part is like, no, he has my heart. It's like why? <laughs> it's like well, no reason whatsoever. Yeah. Oh no. It's so weird. It's not it's not a good movie, but I respect the pick. Had to be on here. So all right, moving into slightly higher brow I think. What's your number four? My number four, I am going to go with Home Alone 2. Dang. Home Alone 2. The, the sleeper pick. Yeah. I, I And I definitely, this is again where we get into this nostalgia piece of this. We didn't own Home Alone 1. We owned right. Home Alone 2. Right. That's why it's Same. my favorite. It's a better movie in my head. I've seen it more and I understand it more for whatever yeah. reason. Yeah. And now... I actually do think it's a more fun movie. I think the New York of it all really right, adds right. this element that the first lonely. one doesn't. Yes, it's a little less lonely. I think I the, love you. <laughs> the the sequence where the hotel has set him up with a limo and a piping hot pizza, uh, <laughs> a pizza, <laughs> which of course would never be that steamy. No, no. The pizza he gets to go to the toy shop. Like all of that is just such you a. It's funny fantasy. about that toy shop. It's one of those shots where it's like, yeah, none of these are real toys. No, no. Like, I, they're all displays <laughs> that you can't buy any of it. It's, it's like, so strange. Like, you know, now I'm like, I would have just wanted to go to a Toys R Us. But uh, this elaborate toy shop, the, the limo, the pizza, it is such a fantasy. Where in the first mm -hmm. one, it's like him trying to convince a lady at a grocery store to let him buy groceries because right. he needs right. food. And there is like this, like, it's funny, but it's not as as much a as more a, grounded yeah it's not as much as like oh this is like a fun thing that like a, a kid's fantasy you know um right you, and you have the grotesqueness in like the uh sex workers and, oh yes hey what do they people. what do they say to him hey uh, little baby <laughs> do you where's your daddy it's like why is that funny <laughs> No. Like what? What are we doing? This is terrible. <laughs> and it's like, there's a guy like, "Hey, kid," and he just laughs. 
<laughs> like yes. that's all he had to say. Uh, yeah, because and and it's crazy because it was it was New York City in the '90s, like which had this reputation of you know just terrible crime and falling apart and all of that. But um, and yeah, I don't know. I just I think Home Alone Two is my favorite of the two, um, and I I I love it. And and you can't, you can't argue with with history. And I love the the way that the parents spend their Christmas in rainy Miami. And right. like that's just such a vibe of that rings true. Oh man, it's it's just so great. Of parents trying to like, you know, wait, where were they originally going? Was it wasn't Miami? Was no, it? in in Home Alone two, that's where they go. Is is there? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. It just it just reeks of like yeah, par- like we're gonna do. No, they'll be fun. Yes. I know it's not snowy. Yeah. You know, nostalgic, yeah. No, but it, it's different. It's fun, guys. Yeah, because that's the whole us. thing. Kevin doesn't want to go because they won't have Christmas trees. It'll be palm trees and. And I cannot talk about Home Alone 2 without mentioning one of the best toys of the entire decade, the Talk Boy, which I owned. I had a Talk Boy. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> okay. There's there's layers of that movie working. And that the Talk Boy is not in Home Alone 1. That's a Home Alone 2 creation. Like, I don't know if they made it with the movie or whatever. It's, it's brilliant. It's great. I love it. It's good stuff. Credit card. Stuff. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> A pizza. <laughs> okay, so crazy. And hey, our former president makes an appearance. Yes. Uh, yes. So there's just a lot of things working for it. <laughs> uh, uh, <clears throat> cool. So that's number four for you? That's my number four, yeah. Okay, cool. My number four. Now, I, I, I would really like to sidestep the wildly annoying conversation surrounding this movie every year. Okay. And I don't I don't want to talk about it at all. Okay. I just want to talk about the movie itself. Okay. But number 4 I'm going for Die Hard. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Totally. It's like the discourse by, around Die Hard is sickening. Oh, it's so dumb. In both directions. Yeah. I I don't I I if I hear one more person say anything about it. I know. I can't. So I'm going to spare listeners of that that conversation. But uh, we just watched it two nights ago, and I'm like, man, how, like how they were able to, uh, like I, it, it was surprising how cool I thought Bruce Willis was in this movie. Yeah, because like most action movies, I just never think the guy's cool. Yeah, even if they play it up like he is. Like yeah. I know um, superhero movies are great at like kind of winking at like, yeah. you know, they're hey, they're like. I don't know. I mean, breaking but that's the, like breaking what the, the whole James Bond deal is. It, mm. it, it's like, and I think, and I think the the worst James Bond movies. I'm thinking of like the Brosnan James Bonds mm-hmm. are like not as good because they don't do the work of actually making him cool. And it's right. just like, hey, it's James Bond. He is cool, right? We don't have to do anything to do show you that. Like right. wink, wink, and he's gonna do a quip. Like, right? But the work isn't there. But my gosh, everything about John McClane is just cool. Yeah. And like, I mean, obviously from the famous quote, but that famous quote, Ipikaye, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll yeah. bleep it. Ipikaye, mother. <laughs> like he adds a us, you know? And he's like backing out, like sneaking away. And it's a totally like just a throwaway. What would feel like in the movie is a throwaway that, you know, catches yeah. on as this cultural thing. But I was just like really amazed at the pace 
never being bored for a second. Yeah. It, it reminds me of Jurassic Park for some I, reason. I was just going to say, it reminds me a lot of the, the pacing and the action of Jurassic Park, which I right. think is still perfect. Right. Maybe yeah. it's when he's in that uh, air conditioning vent, it reminds me of the kitchen scene in Jurassic Park. I was, I was literally the... making the same comparison in my head. Yeah, yeah. But, it, and like, I'm just remembering moments of, uh, <laughs> like, like, uh, oh, oh, like gunshots will go off or a dynamite will explode and then he'll randomly be like oh argyle please tell me you heard that he'll cut to argyle like <laughs> vibing in the limo to run dmc like on the phone like yeah my boss doesn't care and there's so many just great layering all throughout uh, um now i can't say much for you know the semi-problematic ending of the policeman regaining his confidence to shoot people um, <laughs> being, being the warm fuzzy ending it is weird but uh yeah I, I had to do it i had too much fun watching it no it's and again the discourse around it really kind of poisons it for me right but it is right. just like it is such a good movie and it's it's totally a christmas movie like this is totally i'm totally fine with that I'm, I'm pouring I, one out for Alan Rickman. My I, God. I know. I know. He's so good. He crushes this. Yeah. He's so good. He, well, okay. That's the thing. Even in this very silly villain archetype, it, he, he crushes. And it surprises me. Like, action movies of that era. Yeah. Very few stand the test of time. Yeah. In my head. So, yeah. pouring it out for Die Hard. Great. Die Hard. That's your number four? My number four. All right. My number three. Moving to my number three. Again, this is a absolute nostalgia pick i feel like i know every moment every, I, I can feel this movie the santa claus <laughs> i knew you were gonna pick this movie i hate this movie you hate it what elves with attitude i'm like that's it turn it off i can't be in the same room as this movie anymore now i will say the santa claus has a lot of the same problems. When, when I see that cover, I think of you. <laughs> I don't know why. What? Oh my when I see, yeah, I'm like, that's Matthew's Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah, because it's you amazing. You must have owned a copy or something. Oh my gosh. Uh, we definitely owned it on VHS. Um, but okay, you probably wanted to watch it all the time. <laughs> like, oh boy, watching the Santa Claus again. The Santa Claus to me has the same problems that a lot of Christmas movies have, which is the ending really goes off the rails, okay? <laughs> right. Like, like, it's just insane, right? And Elves with Attitude is completely idiotic. <laughs> and them doing the, like, <laughs> yes, the dance the down the hallway. <laughs> and, and, and my uh, skin, my skin. I'll tell you, you reminding me of those... That 10 minutes at the end of the movie makes me want to take it off my list. But the first hour is so good. The, the first hour. The Denny's. The Denny's. My God. The, the Denny's alone. The, the Denny's of it all. <laughs> the Denny's. The, 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 the Tim Allen spraying that overcooked turkey that's flaming in his kitchen with a fire extinguisher. And them going to Denny's. and They're out of chocolate milk. They're out of chocolate milk. Oh, my God. Gosh, it's so good. And He's like nodding to other divorced dads. Like, yeah. <laughs> we suck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh my gosh. And and then I just love the whole thing of he works for this toy company. That scene in the boardroom where he's put on all the weight and he's in the sweatpants and they're pitching like, the and they're pitching the Santa Claus rolling into town in the tank and he's just like eating dessert after dessert. Everything about it is so so good. I love this movie. Santa I Claus love, 2 and 3 not good. What's um Ray Romano's dad? Peter Boyle. Yeah. yeah, Peter Boyle for some reason ordering a salad and say like very light on on the sauce <laughs> on the dressing. Like, that that's a that's a sleeper um, unsung hero for me. I don't know why. Uh, it, it, yeah, and I and I and I'll be totally honest. the The only reason it's on this list is just pure, pure, pure nostalgia. Gosh, but you know, Which, I just I think it's great. And it just makes sense because again, I see it. And I'm like, that's his movie. That's and you got to remember, movie. you got to remember, this came out in 1994. I was five when this movie came out. Prime. I mean, could there have been a better movie for a five year old? Prime time? time to get burned in your brain. Yes. Yeah. That's my number nice. three. Okay. Okay. Well, let, let me. Okay. My number two. I'm wondering if this is high up on yours as well. What was your? Hold on. What was your five? Okay, so far, my number one, yeah, Wonderful Life. Five is Grinch. Four is Die Hard. Yeah, so we're on your three. My number three, I'm going Christmas Vacation. Christmas Vacation. Great, time to, list? great time to talk about. This is my number two. Okay, okay. <clears throat> Interesting. So, uh, yeah, this is just perfect. Oh, I think this is, like, a genuinely great movie. I think it's a great right. comedy. Right. I, Sums up the holidays in yes. so many ways. Uh, it, the nostalgia is there, but it's treated in this way of like the, this man. The cartoon opening alone, I'm like, I know that's already that's like a separate thing, it, like its own thing. The greatest comic actress of our of the last forty years, Julia Louis Dreyfus, <laughs> in a tiny role, but uh, boy, uh, me and Sarah's <laughs> number one quoted movie <laughs> of all time is Christmas Vacation. Really. And it is, I don't know, Margo. <laughs> is that the, why that, is there water on the floor? <laughs> it, it is, well, something must have broken the stereo. Something must have gone through the window. And then she walks up. And why is the floor all wet, tied? <laughs> I don't know, Margo. <laughs> it's like how they espresso condensed fighting with their spouse in like two lines. Oh, it's perfect. <laughs> yeah. So for I don't know Margo alone, I had to have it on the list. But yeah, uh, Griswold's journey is the Christmas journey. Truly, this is me trying to like plan a cocktail menu for our family, <laughs> and like no one, no one wants it. And then people like, and I'm like like hand crafting all these things and like making. You are you are Clark Griswold at Christmas. Like. Exactly. I relate to this character. It's like I'm I'm making my own pineapple gingerbread syrup for a rum cocktail <laughs> that nobody and, wants. And our family be like, "Oh yeah, okay." I'm like, "Guys, look, it's all pr- it's here." They're like, "All right." I mean, it was fine. <laughs> I'm like, "Okay." I and I will also say, this is a this is one of those movies that I think really sticks the landing of like they it, it it doesn't feel so outlandish or crazy like they what is it how right. does it end they bring the boss in and he gets to ream the guy 
Uh, the insane cousin. Well, the insane. No, but like his boss for not giving the people the Christmas bonuses, right? The cousin like, kidnaps him. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, breaks him. In. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's like Merry Christmas, Clark. <laughs> uh, uh, it's the just... best thing you do is just let him finish. <laughs> about the dog. Yeah, I know. I, that guy's amazing in this movie. He, he's always talking so close to Clark. <laughs> And their kids. <laughs> their kids are insane. The, the, the sweater over the sweater that's just a square, like, collar. Uh, um, another great thing about this movie, it's only 97 minutes. Yes. And they pack a lot of comedy into yeah. that 97 minutes. Yep. The blessing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's too good. It's it's a great movie. Yes. Okay. So that's my number two. That's your number three. Um, yes. All right. So that's my number two. So why don't you give us your number two, and then we'll close my with my number one. Okay. Oh wait, you only have one more to share. I only have one more. Wait, what was your third? It's Muppets Christmas Carol. Oh, okay. Okay. Home Alone Two, got Santa it, Claus it. Christmas Vacation. Okay. So my number two <laughs> is the Jules Bass Cinematic Universe. <laughs> 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 the Screw honorary thing. mention, yes, which I have my resources for this. In, in case people don't know, uh, <laughs> Jules Bass is a director who um, that did basically all every single one of these stop motion yes. animated Christmas specials that you know is on in the background yeah. on like ABC every once in a while. Yeah, but uh, I have a very strange and close relationship with these with these claymation stop motion pieces and i even have my jules bass power rankings on letterbox and uh just to name a few rudolph shine new year year without santa claus the original rudolph life and adventures of santa claus majorly underrated now this is the one where he is like a like in the woods with the fairy people yeah yeah yeah. the gods of the world are deciding should we give him and and it's like it's like they got this song like immortality it's a wild like, thing and they're like introducing the gods are like nymph the the bat god <laughs> he like flies in <laughs> and it's all stop motion it's amazing yes and uh okay but, but, but so, so he does that that's the life and time what is it Life and Adventures. Life and Adventures. Chiegra, <laughs> the, the, the tiger lad. But then he also made just Santa Claus is Coming to Town, which is like a more traditional, like, right. origin. Right, Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Oh, I mean, Rudolph, the original claymation, that yeah. was him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Jack Frost, he did Frosty the Snowman cartoon. He did Twas the Night Before Christmas cartoon with the mouses, the mice yeah. that, like, built the clock tower. Uh, he did some little drummer boy in Nestor, the long-eared Christmas donkey, yeah. which we don't talk about. No. But he also directed the animated Hobbit movie from yes. the 70s. Yes, which absolutely. Which score-wise is very similar to the Immortality Life and Adventure. So I think he does a lot of the music as well. But, um, yeah, just a very odd little world of, of Christmas specials that are near and dear to my heart. And uh, I, I'd be lying if I, I didn't include them somewhere on this list. So yeah, I'm no. not just taking one. I'm taking the whole Jules Bass Cinematic Universe I I was expecting the year without a Santa Claus to show up on your list. I'm glad to see the whole uh, Cinematic Universe <laughs> the whole game. of Rankin Bass has, has showed up. Um, okay, great. Yeah, th- then I don't have to mention any of those because those are some of my honorable mentions. But they, they're great. And there's just a ton of nostalgia about them. And they're fun. 
Um, all right, my number one. Number one. This is now. What could it be? All, I think I know, but do you let's know, see. Do you know what it is? I think I do. Yeah, I do. Wait, what, name them again. What do you got so far? I've got um, Muppets Christmas Carol, Home Alone Two, Santa Claus Christmas Vacation. Yeah, I think I know. Yeah, tell me. Is it Elf? No, it's not Elf. <laughs> okay, <laughs> cut that no, out then. No, no, we could talk about Elf because. Whatever. Yeah, the discourse around Elf is interesting. Like, Elf is weird because I think, again, like 90% of that movie I think is just so funny and so good. And right, right. the last and the 10 end. minutes I find to be just so annoying. These Christmas movies can't stick the landing. That's what I'm saying. But I don't have as much nostalgia with Elf as I do with something like the Santa Claus. So that's why Elf doesn't go on my list. I think, uh, look, I say thank you to people when they hand me things like Buddy the Elf all the time. And so it might mm. be like my most quoted movie, uh, like that dumb line. Right. I, I thank think, you. I, thank you. Thank you. I think about this movie like it's great. We watch it every year. We watch it at youth group every year, whatever. But right. Um, didn't make my list. It's, it's not number one. No, okay, my I'm number curious. one is uh, this. This is a new one for this year. Megan and I watched it last night. It is uh, 2019 directed by Greta Gerwig. It's Little Women. Oh, I knew you were going to go Little Women. <laughs> yes! I knew you were going to go Little Women. Gosh darn it. Sarah's still mad at me that we haven't watched it yet this season. I was like, we got to say it for Christmas. And she's like, it's we, we, going to go by. Yeah, we watched we watched the first half last night. We'll probably finish it tomorrow. I, and I'll tell you what, that first hour, we watched the first hour of that movie last night, and I was grinning ear to ear for basically the entire time. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. And I don't care that... Most of it doesn't take place at Christmas. To me, it is a Christmas movie in Their spirit. Their house is, is Sarah's goal for our house in terms of decoration. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. Like the little woman house. Um, and and I think part of, like, why I identify it as a Christmas movie is that the 1994 version was always, like, playing around Christmas time. Like, that one was really treated as a Christmas movie for a lot of years. Right. Um and, the and cover has snow on it. Yeah, and, and obviously there's a lot of there's a lot of Christmas elements in the the 2019 version. But I just think again, and especially the way that Greta Gerwig and I, we've never been able to talk about it on the podcast, so maybe that's why I brought it here. But um, the way that she structures the narrative of her version, it's genius. It's so brilliant, but it's all about nostalgia. And right. she she really is tapping into a lot of these things of like what Christmas is about. Right. Um, Looking at the past with the like warm glow filter. Yes. It's the Joe, you know, in New York on her own trying to make it as a writer cut to seven years earlier. And they're like getting ready for a for a ball or whatever it is like. Mm-hmm. And and then it's Christmas time and. Like everything about it is the nostalgia of childhood, which is so much of the way that we uh, celebrate, you know, culture and and these movies at Christmas time. Um, right. Hence, Jules Bass Cinematic Universe. Hence, hence all of these movies. And right. And I think that this version of Little Women is going to be the movie we'll watch every year for the next twenty years. Um, mm-hmm. And and I, I I do think it is a masterpiece. Um, so all, yeah. I'm all in on Little Women. Yeah, perfect end to yeah. the list here. Yeah, and perfect uh, actual good. We both have good movies at our the, number in one the top, in the top spot. We yeah. could not. Yeah. Um, uh, well, before we get to our our fun category, do you have other honorable mentions? 
Isn't our fun category honorable no, mentions? No. Fun category is Christmas anything, not movies. Oh, I've oh, got some oh, honorable gotcha. mentions here. Okay, you hit me, and I'll I'll, right, I'll have just, somebody. You know, time. I think Charlie Brown Christmas special is great. Um, right, I, of course. I, I think uh, could we say The Godfather is a Christmas movie because like two scenes take place at Christmas and. If you've never watched it in December, then no. <laughs> that, that, that's my criteria. All right, all right. I have, but... Uh, <laughs> that's, by the way, genius criteria for whether or not it's a Christmas That movie. is... That, yeah, I'll, I buy that. Uh, and I just... I, we talked about Elf, uh, so I, 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 I think it's weird. Mm. I think most people have... I, it is probably one of the only true Christmas classics of the last 20 years. Right. It's hard to make a Christmas movie that yeah. sticks. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, Jingle All the Way. I, I just love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> These cookies. <laughs> Phil just Hartman. for Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman maybe. Phil Hartman can do no wrong evil, in my book. Evil characters in a Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. Yeah, for Phil Hartman alone. If if he's not in the movie, no one watches this again. We we watched we showed Enoch this for the first time this week, and the movie ended. And he was hooting and hollering and clapping. And I kid you not, this is what my seven-year-old said. He's never seen the Oscars. He doesn't know about award shows. He says, Dad, they should give the people who made this movie an award. Maybe even a trophy. (laughs) (laughs) Now, maybe. Hold on. Yep. Even a trophy. (laughs) This was his reaction to this. And I I just so appreciated the innocence of this uh, not very good movie. Um, you have any other honorable mentions? Yeah, I'm going Christmas with the Cranks. <laughs> I was going to say this one too, yes. <laughs> it, it has to be because it's the perfect bad movie to start the season off. <laughs> like it's, it's just so terrible. Like it's not but part, good, but there's something very comforting about it. Yes, that's what makes a good Christmas movie half the time. It's like it's bad enough and nostalgic enough where I can have it on and be doing anything else. Yeah. Like, there's been movies we've watched that I haven't looked at one moment of it because I was just on my phone or, like, doing work yeah. or something. But it was on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Dan Aykroyd. Um, yes. Tim Allen. Wow. Ha- what? Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. yeah Tim, is it Tim, Tim Allen, Jamie Lee Curtis hiding in their house from... What are they hiding from? Children singing or something? Children who want them to put up decorations. (laughs) Yeah, children who want them to put up decorations. As if you couldn't just stand in the window like, (laughs) no. (laughs) It's so stupid. Uh, Made all the Uh, more strange that it was based on a John Grisham novel. (laughs) Which I read. I know, which I read too. Because our grandma got it for us one year. (laughs) No, you know, it was, I I was like thinking about this. I heard somebody was talking about this on a podcast recently. All middle schoolers go through a John Grisham (laughs) No, 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 no. That is not true that all middle schoolers go through a John Grisham phase but these two podcasters that i was listening to were talking about how when they were in middle school and early high school they went to a john grisham and michael crichton state phase and <laughs> i've like, never Hello. felt more we seen sh- in my life we shall be friends <laughs> like oh yeah i did that like that i'm w- watching the i'm reading the adrenaline stream <laughs> yes. like, as an eighth grader <laughs> like and, and, and i had this, this moment i'm like boy that was weird that was odd <laughs> why was i doing that the pelican brief <laughs> Like the this, firm and i'm like really, i don't I, I don't know anything yes, about the, sorry i meant to say the firm yeah. i definitely read the firm <laughs> and i'm like i don't know anything about lawyers or law firms or how any of this like, works but, but I, is he gonna uh, get away with it 
Uh, <clears throat> okay. okay. Well, our our final final little segment here is this is. Oh the, no! I have, I have one oh, more. Oh, sorry. Honor, go ahead. I think. Uh, oh, holiday affair, and this is just this is a what I've been watching wreck for you guys. Oh, okay. Great. It is um, Robert Mitchum, and uh, who else is it? Uh, Janet Lee, of uh, of Psycho uh, Fame, Psy- Psycho Fame, and Jamie Lee Curtis Fame. Oh my gosh! Yes. Yes. Jimmy Lee Curtis's mother. Yep. So we just talked about Christmas with the Cranks, how far the child has fallen. Um, <laughs> uh, and uh, also Wendell Corey, who is a demon, which is oh. the part of you, this movie. Oh, great. <laughs> he just got evil eyes. Every okay. movie he's in. Yeah. He, Wendell Corey is in Rear Window. He's the detective. Oh, yeah. He's great. He's great. Yeah. He's got like evil, stony, weird eyes. Yeah. 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 He's Doyle. But. Holiday Fair, it's similar, like black and white, cozy, just solid movie of old Hollywood. So love it, love it. Check check that out. No, no mention of White Christmas, which I think is a movie that is good for like 10 minutes um, and then is yeah. so long. It's so long. You know what's funny? I, I have like... I'll zone out for that movie. Oh my god! Entirely, but yeah. then I always zone back in, or I'll walk back in the room when they're doing that, like it's choreography <laughs> song. <laughs> they're like, guys, it's... they don't do the dance anymore. <laughs> it's choreography. For some reason, uh, I walk in on that scene, and then I don't see the ending. Yeah, it's just long. It's solid though. Yeah, it's solid. A little bit ba- action. And and I, you know, I like the the beginning of the the war, you know, and that song being important to like these soldiers at war, right? Right. Um, right. but it, it's a good movie. It's so many great Christmas movies, and I, I think what we've really keyed we could into, go on with these honorary. What we've really keyed here. into with our list is, I I think the valid thing, which is it's about nostalgia. It's about what's nostalgic for you. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> okay. Which uh, honorary our uh, Christmas anything moment here? Yes. My, mine's gonna be kind of boy. I feel like you're gonna pick an interesting like, uh, you know, a song or like a moment of your life. I, I'm mine, picking, mine, I'm choosing a piece of culture. I thought the segment was a Christmas yeah, yeah. anything piece anything, of culture. Anything. Okay. I've got three things. Oh jeez. <laughs> All right. What's your What's your Christmas anything? Um, season two episode christmas episode of the office yeah it's so good is that on yours it it was one of my three was just my mine was just a blanket all of the office christmas episodes they go way down in quality as the years like yeah we watched a benny haunted christmas tonight it's very funny yeah but that first one rocking christmas is rough yeah but i like classy christmas (laughs) Uh, (laughs) hey hey it's rough but i like classy christmas uh but that first one is is such a perfect. like perfect episode of com- of TV comedy, and I was thinking about it tonight. I love the way that the Office Christmas episodes feel very much organic to what the conceit of the show is. Like mm-hmm. Office Christmas Party, this is a thing that would happen every year, right. where a lot of sitcoms do these crazy Christmas things, and it's just like you know sitcoms are all you know up you know level 10 all the time anyway um, right but i just love the way that the office it's the it's the moment in that first christmas special of the office where they 
turn the lights off and they count down from 10 <laughs> and they light the tree and it looks terrible. <laughs> right. Or, or the arguments over what Yankee Swap or yes, yes. You know, White Elephant is called. Yes. Yankee Swap. <laughs> or the, I mean, even like the it's Michael buying the iPod for Ryan you know, trying to show everybody up. And then I, I noticed this in Benny Han at Christmas, he shows up to the toy drive, toy drive with his road bike, trying to, and he says, boy, this is a lot bigger than all these little gifts in here. <laughs> <I know. laughs> like, it's just, he doesn't change. Um, yeah, so do you want to hear anything else to say about the office Christmas? No, no, we can roll through these honoraries. Yeah. Um, I, these, I, 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 then I'll just have two more. Um, mine is uh, there's an episode of Mad Men um, when they're at Sterling Chris Cooper. Waltz. Is it the Sterling Cooper Draper Price one where uh, Lee Harvey Roger dresses up as Santa? Yes. Uh, and him and Joan are at a bar afterwards. Yes. 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 The it's the nostalgia of the Christmas in the '60s. Mm-hmm. It's the uh, it, it's. But then it's Mad Men, so it's perfect. I know. I, I don't and know like, what else to say. Like I follow some Mad Men Instagram accounts because of course. And uh they were doing like just different characters like Christmas outfits. Yes. And you're like that the the clothes alone deserve whatever awards shows get. I know. Um yeah, so I, I think that particular it's the Christmas Waltz episode you said. It's season four mm-hmm. of Mad Men. Um and season then, four or five. Yeah. Um, and then the other one that I was going to say is just the, uh, Vince Guaraldi trio soundtrack to Charlie Brown Christmas special, uh, mm. as like the best Christmas music. Um, I was going to say the, the thing we have to end on clearly is Kenny Rogers Christmas in America. Uh, yeah. Which we have to. Yeah, sure. It would be doing our history a disservice. You want to talk about it? Our mother, bless her soul. Uh, our mother's, uh, select Christmas album of the season is Kenny Rogers Christmas in America we don't know why we don't know where this history with that album came from but it's what we grew up listening to every single year to kick the season off and now it's like uh, ironically part of our our Christmas listening every year I mean the tradition was we would leave grandma's house for the hour long drive home after Thanksgiving meal which was about 4 in the afternoon because we had Thanksgiving so early and that was the beginning of the Christmas season. And we would put that song, that album on in the car on the way home. And it's Christmas like, in America. And it starts with a prayer it, of Dear it, Lord, We Pray <laughs> this and, Christmas Day. And he has this song, <laughs> Christmas in America, that has like two or three reprises throughout the length of the album. Like there might only be five songs on this thing. And my memory as a child was just that it was a CD of this one song over and over and over again. <laughs> like, we get it. <laughs> and it is a, like an objectively strange Christmas album. Uh, but I, I agree with you. There is it's a feeling. History. There is a there is absolutely a feeling. Uh, so, yeah, it's uh, 1989's Kenny Rogers Christmas in America. On that note, we wish you all a Merry Christmas. A Happy New Year. And a Happy New Year. We'll be back with a, a regular episode soon. Right, Mitchell? I think we're doing Power of Dogs still. Yeah. Uh, we had to bust out a, a Christmas ep real quick. Just, for you just all. To, just to catch, catch, the, just to catch the, the seasonal energy a bit. That's right. And... <laughs> <laughs> 
just just to be part of the Christmas conversation. Yeah. You know that's important to us. Yeah, and and you know, like this time of year, it's such a weird time of year because all these new exciting movies are coming out, and most of us we're not just, talking about any of them. And most of us <laughs> just sit around watching Home Alone two. Yeah, instead of the onslaught of good movies that yeah. we should be. But uh, I just want to do this real quick as a Christmas gift, and uh, we'll see you probably in two weeks with Power of the Dog. Merry Christmas, everyone. Twas the good night, y'all. Bye.